congratulations on on the arc. We've been waiting for this for a while. Um, that first five minutes that uh, that's on the internet is about the most exciting thing on the internet right now. It, it is so well done, and uh, congratulations to you both. Uh, I'm going to start with Jonathan, uh, if that's okay with you, Dean. Um, you and you and Dean had not met uh, uh, prior to the outpost. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, story. I, I Dean will Dean will readily admit that he was not the biggest fan of the existence of Stargate SG One <laughs> uh, because he wanted to continue the movies and it kept him from doing that. And he had you know said some bad things about it in the press, and we we never met for years, for 20 years or something after we started doing the show. And one day I get a call from my agent that Dean had read something of mine and uh, wanted to meet. And I thought it was a joke <laughs> at first that he was punking me. And we got together and we hit it off like, uh, you know, like old friends. And it was, uh, we actually were developing another show that did unfortunately didn't go. And then we, uh, Went forward with the outpost. And Dean, uh, working with Jonathan has got to be a dream. I've learned so much from Jonathan. You know, uh, just to kind of piggyback the story uh, that he just told is, uh, you know, I, I was literally sitting around one day thinking about, you know, because I had said very negative things about uh, uh, the Stargate series, but I never watched a single episode. And finally, after it was a huge success for over 12 years, I thought, all right, Dean, you're just being stupid. Uh, obviously, they're doing something right or it wouldn't be on this long. And as soon as I met Jonathan, I understood why they had done something right. Cause he's, he's a brilliant writer and a brilliant guy. Um, and then, you know, we worked together on the outpost and he really taught me a lot about serialized television. I'd never done serialized television. I'd only done episodic. And uh, uh, so the chance to work with him on this was really a chance for both of us to take all of our experience in science fiction, use every trick we had ever learned and, and to tell a longer, more slowly evolving story. It, 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 it's literally one of my favorite experiences I've ever had in this business. Uh, Jonathan, as a, as a young man, as a kid, did you, did you love the science fiction? And, and uh, I did. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I grew up as a kid watching the, the original Star Trek reruns. You know, that was in the day when it was on like five days a week. On every channel. On every channel, yeah, <laughs> and the, and the next generation, and and just loved both of them, and read a lot of science fiction, and uh, then I, when I became a writer, I actually my first job as a writer was uh, doing cop shows, mm. but then I ended up going into doing genre horror, horror and science fiction, and that's kind of what I've been doing ever since. Dean, how about you? You grew up on science fiction and, and fantasy. Your mom was in a in a Star Trek episode. That was really what started the whole thing is my mom came home from shooting. Uh, she was in the Wolf in the Fold episode of the original Star Trek. And she got the stunt guy to give one of the old broken down phasers, stunt phasers uh, to her. And she gave it to me. And that was, uh, you know, that was the crack that started my addiction. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> shortly after that, Star Wars came out and then Close Encounters. And, you know, next thing I know, that's all I want to do for the rest of my life. Now, I have to apologize for something, Dean, because and Jonathan, because when I heard about the arc, I, I'm saying, oh, it's a it's going to be a retread of Harlan Ellison's uh, uh, series, The Star Lost. And I saw clips of it and I started to get really excited and I'm totally wrong. <laughs> this is such a great ensemble show. 
it it reminds me it, it, this could be theater i mean it's it is that well done guys well, thank, well, thank you. you um dean you directed the first episode uh what, were there a lot of challenges in that i mean you, you're using mostly practical sets not a lot of cg but some cg yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing is, the biggest challenge is that, that both Jonathan and I have very grand ideas on what we want to do. And then we sit down and go, okay, we don't have $200 million and 10 months to go make this. So how are we going to do this in eight <laughs> days on the budget we've got? Um, but we also aren't guys who are really willing to curb that ambition. So, uh, you know, because I'm a director and because Jonathan's a director, we were able to reach into our bag of tricks and figure out every every cheat we ever did to try and be able to tell a larger story with less resources. And, and, and that was the challenge, but it was also the fun. It, you know, you mentioned that first five minutes. We had no idea if that was gonna work. I mean, we, we actually had a backup plan that if we hated it, how to, how to, re, how to open the show without it. Um, and it wasn't until we saw the first kind of uh, presentation of it with, in editorial with the first effects on it that we thought, all right, this might work. Uh, but, you know, we went for it. Jonathan, what do you think audiences are going to take away from the arc? I hope they're going to take away a little bit of, uh, uh, well, first of all, I hope they're entertained. That's always my first priority. But I hope they're going to take away a little lesson about humanity and about, uh, you know, it, it's sort of the struggle between uh, each man for himself versus we're all in this together. And uh, that's sort of the constant battle throughout the, the, the series is is back and forth in that, that, you know, sort of hum, human thing uh, that we all have. And, and, and so it ends up, uh, I hope we sort of have a good message by the end of it. It is the same boat that we're all in. Yeah. Um, Dean, I, before I go, congratulations on Leverage, the uh, season finale of Thank Leverage you. Redemption. And uh, hopefully there'll be a season three because I'm, I'm coming out to New Orleans to visit you. And, be uh but one of my good friends, Ryan Little, just interviewed your wife. Ryan, Ryan was the DP of a, a movie of the week we did with my wife called Blank Slate. And he was amazing on it. That was before he was, oh, no, I guess he had already directed, but the, this is before he became a, the big director he is today. Yeah, he's a, he's a dear, dear friend. So again, congratulations on the arc, gentlemen. It is such a uh, edge of your seat uh, show, but so human, so so wonderfully entrenched in, in our conditions that we have today in, in this day and age. Well, thank, thank you. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, Tony. This is a big series, isn't it? I'll start with Stacy. It's it's huge. <laughs> it is. Thanks. Uh, tell me a little bit about your character, uh, Alicia. It, uh, what is she all about, Stacy? Alicia, she's just fantastic. I love her so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's... <laughs> highly intelligent and you know I'd probably say when she heard about the ARC program she knew what it would mean for herself you know to be have this like one-time opportunity in life to like you know meet all her mentors that she you know loves um but also it's like a chance for her to bring her family along to this new planet once they've built it up so that was a very big driving force for her um yeah I she's just she's sunshine she's always optimistic she's always trying to find a way to help people and she's always just you know being their friend she wants to make friends oh nice ryan um angus uh 
talk to me about him a little bit. And also, you've got such a great cast here. Are you guys all friends and buddies now? Yeah, for sure. We feel like this this cast is like um like a huge family, you know, like because I mean the show is so ensemble based, like there's just a lot of scenes where everyone's together, everyone's bouncing off each other. Um, so yeah, we really do feel like uh it's like one big family, which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, Angus, he's he is a he's a young farmer, uh specializes in horticulture. Um, he's been given the opportunity of a lifetime to to, to work with his idol on the ark and to uh, grow crops on this new planet doesn't really go to plan um but yeah he's just been like thrusted into this like whole new whole new way of living a whole new world um and he's obviously super naive super like confused doesn't really want to be there doesn't want to uh, have to deal with all these like grown-up like grown-up things um not not that you know surviving life and death every day is like a grown-up thing but like it's completely different to <laughs> living on earth you know um like yeah just like I mean, high school just like high school. oh oh yeah so sim- similar difficulty to high school uh stacy uh talk to me a little bit about the sets because the sets are a character in this as well are they mostly practical or is there a lot of cg honestly it was mostly practical so it was inside a big studio and they literally just built all the rooms like that you see in the arc and all the hallways. And I thought it felt really great to be acting in them because you could just properly interact. You could see where everything was. I'd probably say most of the CG was like, you know, the space stuff or like, you know, when we'd have to do certain things. Um, But yeah, it was very practical. I really liked the hallways as well, because if you're doing a fast paced scene, you can actually walk down them. Uh, Ryan, talk to me about the first day on the set when you walked in. What was that like for you? Oh my goodness! Um, well, the first day on set, I think for I think everyone was the opening of episode one where everything goes wrong, and like it was really cool because obviously everyone was there, and we like you know we were able to experience that first day with everyone. Um, but yeah, seeing the set for the first time, like yeah, it's essentially just all practical. Like the ship, it's all there um the only like you know cg stuff like stacy said is you know just the out the out the outdoor bit you know when it's just like when you see going on the uh spacewalks and stuff like that so yeah and like i'm a big like sci-fi guy anyway like i love star wars i love all that stuff so being able to walk around a spaceship like in real life like was sick like it was so cool (laughs) and stacy working with dean devlin um you know i've known dean for a long time and he's a mad scientist he's a genius but how is he as a director for you? I really loved, because he directed the first episode and because, you know, I've never done anything on this kind of scale. So having Dean there for the first episode was just the best thing <laughs> because he understood the characters. He knew where the show needed to go, but also he kind of understood that, you know, this was new for me and he was he was really lovely to work with. Ryan, does it help when a director was an actor at one time? And are they more empathetic? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, they get it. You know what I mean? Like they've they've been in your position, so they know, like, you know, um, and they've, you know, every actor's had their first job. And like like Stacey was saying, this is like this is our first job kind of thing. So um he was really like uh, uh you know, just like patient and like just comforting and just really like made us feel like, you know. We, you know we're just we're just we're just having fun here you know we're just we're just doing some scenes yeah. just doing this is there was like 
Um, obviously, they, they, they felt like there was a lot of pressure because it's a you know big role. But like, um, yeah, he he did his he did his best to sort of like lower that and calm us down and you know just walk us through it. It was really nice. The Ark premiere is in just a few days, but have science fiction fans been reaching out to you wanting autographs and things like that? <laughs> So far, no. My friends have. Ah. <laughs> so all like my friends and family that know me, they've literally just been like, so if you sign this when the arc finishes, you know, it'll, it'll be worth something. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait for the action figures for you. Mate, I would I think if we had action figures, that would be amazing. I think I'm going to create like a Angus shrine like in my house. <laughs> like that, That'll be insane. It's just him holding a rake. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like a little plant. Yeah. There yeah, exactly. You should start That'd your own cool. little uh, little botany area in your house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel I'm a bit weird though. <laughs> Stacy, in our final uh, uh, few minutes that we have, what do you think audiences are going to take away from watching the art? I think, I think it's a very big. The thing about the art is, I think it's very character driven. So I think the thing that audiences will take away mostly will be, you know, interact like. What's the word? Just linking, not linking. What's the word I'm Connection. looking for? Connecting, yeah. <laughs> um, essentially connecting with the character and going, oh, I recognize myself in that character and just following that storyline with that character. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, the same question. Do you think that there is going to be connection, each member of your audience finding that one person they identify with mostly, like, like in Star Wars and Star Trek? Yeah, absolutely. Like like I said, you know, this is such an ensemble show. There's a lot of characters um, and everyone is different. You know, there's there's no two characters in the show where you could say like, oh, yeah, those two are like identical, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think everyone who watches the show will be able to relate to, you know, at least someone. Um, and yeah, that's that's the best part about watching shows, you know, like it, obviously it's cool to see like huge set pieces and action stuff. Um, but when you actually like relate to characters and, you know, you, you care about these people, um, that's when it really starts to matter. So, yeah. Thank you so much. And congratulations. I hope we get to talk on season two. Uh, this is going to be an exciting, exciting show. So uh, congratulations, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Thank that was amazing. You. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. It's it, it gives me the feeling of 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 like watching Battlestar Galactica, the remake, you know, on sci-fi and wow, it just starts and- uh, What it, a it, compliment. Yeah, it's an amazing show and great characters, Christy. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, uh, Sharon and 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 what, she, I mean, she's she's a Lieutenant, she's, she's a military person. Yeah, so she's the low level ranking Lieutenant who's just been placed on this ship last minute for reasons that we then find out later. Um, she's, she's tough. She's impulsive. She's burdened by her past, present and future and doesn't want to be the leader or, you know, the person that's kind of delegating, but knows that she's the only one that can really do that. And that's her. Wow. And, and Richard, uh, <laughs> man, uh, I saw you in RIPD, uh, you know, number two and, uh, Wow, you you are you are an action star, and uh, is there is there a lot of physicality in this role? 
Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. I actually, um, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I'm actually booked in to get acupuncture on my shoulder tomorrow from an injury <laughs> I got on that film. Um, but yeah, there is. There's a lot. And what's amazing is uh, because Reese and Christy are so game, um, everybody's doing their own stunts in this, man. And like Christy's whooping ass and and Reese is, is over there like taking on 12 men running down a corridor. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a full on thing, you know, and um, it's it's always great fun, but we get to see each other's fight bits and occasionally get to do some stuff together. It's it's, it's full on action packed stuff. Yeah, Reese, uh, uh, man, I mean, uh, this is a a great role too because you you have a a, a bit of layers to your character. Um, talk to me about about Spencer and and how he connects with his his fellow um, uh, military people. Yeah, I think I think what's great about what Jonathan and Dean have done is every character has these kind of layers, but they just they get peeled back in various different, you know, different ways. With him, he's just doing what he thinks is best at any given moment, which is probably true of all of the characters. Um maybe he's in doubt, maybe he's nervous at the beginning that um he's not confident that perhaps the people who are calling the shots at any given moment <laughs> darn it. It's <laughs> cool. Is calling the right ones, um, and so and he's quite vocal. He doesn't he doesn't kind of hide what he's thinking. He's quite perhaps too vocal at times about about what he's thinking. Um, but yeah, I think he just wants everybody to live, and that's the way he feels like is the best way to deal with it. Um, sometimes it's questionable. Sometimes it isn't. Um, he's a, he was a lot of fun to play, and you know there are some scenes there between Spencer and Garnet where you actually have a lot of warmth and they have a lot of love between them and we were speaking earlier about this sibling dynamic which i think is such a good template to kind of place on these characters because it's so it's a blood thicker than water kind of vibe between all three of them um and things get forgiven and forgotten fairly quickly um because they all have one common objective and that's to keep everybody alive but we, we very much felt like the parents that were arguing behind closed doors and then coming back out to the rest of the crew. So it's yeah. just a lot of fun to play. You know? It's almost Shakespearean. It truly way. is. Uh, Richard, you love the, the humor that the it, it's, it's there that, that, you know, flows through the series. Yeah. It's, it's a gift, you know, I mean, a wisecracking sort of bravado uh, <laughs> Scott. It's always, it always <laughs> fun. And then uh, he was, he was very often gifted some kind of quite nice, uh, slightly cynical slightly sarcastic lines to finish off a, a scene in an inappropriate moment so it was it was very very fun to play yeah uh christy uh are you learning you know i mean every set every scene is an education uh you know mm. when you're uh, amongst a cast like this and with a dean devlin and a jonathan glasner uh yeah. what, what do you what do you learn on a daily basis oh man a <laughs> lot i mean definitely learn and immense amount from those two gentlemen right there those two dudes um you know like Reese taught me how to be really technical how to um yeah just technical stuff that I think how to make sure the camera captures what it is I'm doing because I was so used to being on shows like you know made or Billy the Kid which was kind of shot very we'll we'll get it don't worry you just focus on what you're doing and I think this required more technical aspects to it. And Reese really taught me a lot about that. And mm. then Richard is like you said before, is so funny and is so effortless at delivering these like comical lines. And I'm just not 
a funny actor at all. I'm not a comedian or anyone who's good at delivering. I like butcher comedy. So it was so But that's funny to too sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would no, try I, to be funny. I try I think to be funny. I think you're funny. People Christy. are like, you are very people funny. are like, what is For she what doing it's worth, over there? I, I tell you, I tell you what, I would say, which which I really took away from this was we fought. We our, our friendship as people as actors was forged in the fires very early on. Mm. We knew what we had set out before us, Definitely. a little bit like our characters, and we met. We, we became a bit of a tripod throughout this. We really learned on various times, a little bit like a life imitating art. We all lent on one another at various times mm-hmm. throughout this. You know, it's a long, it's a long stint to be away filming four and a half, five months. And uh, totally. when you can look around to your right and your left and see these guys like relentlessly coming in, knowing insane amount of dialogue, doing insane amount of scenes of the day, it makes you very proud. It makes you want to up your game. So it was sometimes uh, it was just bringing in, bringing in an iced latte, right? Unasked. <laughs> yeah. You sometimes know, I, ha- I would have like. We were running on ice latte for the whole four months, four and a half months. I think too, like we did shoot a lot of this like a play and I had never done that before. And I loved it. I didn't think I was going to love it, but there was something about doing like all of act five as a oneer, you know, which I, I loved. Like, I think I learned how to like um, bring it each take or how to make each take feel exciting and fresh and new even though you'd have been doing it for like 16 hours saying the same you know technical scientific information you know I think that was something I also really learned just some context for that so basically sometimes what would happen if we were intercut with like the shuttle in a, in a far-flung location they would film the entire bridge stuff of a whole act that would obviously on, on transmission cut away so many things. They'd I think it was like 30 it. scenes in one, one point. It was crazy. 30 so scene numbers. Like a, yeah. you know, like a 10 minute scene, basically. As one take, yeah. So uh, it it's amazing. so intricate. It's so intricate. Not like Blue Mountain Christmas where you just... Have... <laughs> Sorry, Christy. <laughs> um, hey, listen, that was a, so much fun. You don't understand. I have been such a fan of Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. And I like years ago when I was a struggling actor, I auditioned for, you know, the producer of that film. He once was like, you know, you could play Rachel Lee Cook's sister. And then to like have it come full circle and, you know, don't knock on Hallmark movies. They're, they're a good I'm just time going through all of the terrible things I've done in my career. And I'm just yeah. nervously thinking which one is <laughs> you going to mention. <laughs> hey, that was a fun time. That was well, we had fun on that show. Reese, you got to work with Dean Devlin on The Outpost. You worked here in Utah, didn't you, for a time? I actually wasn't in season one. They shot season one in Utah and then moved to two, three, and four to Serbia. So I came on board in episode four of season two. And before I, I go, you got to board. work with my one of my dear, dear friends, Roma Downey. Uh, yes, I did, on Beyond the Bible. On the Bible. Yes, I so. did. I played St. Stephen's. What a wonderful lady she is. She is amazing. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for your time. This was a great interview, and I appreciate uh, your good sense of humor. And congratulations again on the art. Thank you so much, Tony. So much, Tony. Good to meet you. Take care. Christina Wolf. Hi. Tony, how are you? Hello. Hi, Tony. Very well, thanks. How are you? Oh, good. I practiced for about an hour your name, by the way, Shalini. And am I getting it right? Am I close? Uh, Shalini, yeah, you got it right. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I really now I have to that. go and come back in again. Uh, no, no. First of all, uh, uh, again, congratulations on on the arc. What a what an amazing science fiction show this is. I mean, uh, it, it's human. It 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 talks about our condition today in life, and and really just 
has a beautiful message for us. Yeah, thank well, you. Yeah. I'll start with Christina. Um, talk to me about Kat and 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 her her position on the ark. So Kat, um, when you first meet her, she almost feels like she is she's incongruous. Like she doesn't necessarily she doesn't necessarily feel like she would have been chosen to be there. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, and she ends up taking on a role that becomes quite important. Um, without giving away too much, she also has another agenda that she's under, like behind the scenes, she's pushing. Um, and she, I think of all the characters, I mean, maybe it's just because it's character, but I feel she has the biggest kind of journey of change. So mm. the person that you meet at the end is so different from the person at the beginning. Uh, Shana, in, in, in playing a doctor, is it tough for an actor to learn all of the medical dialogue? I mean, it, it's it's got to be a bit difficult for your tongue. Uh, yeah, I mean, that kind of uh, was definitely had my work cut out for me from right from the beginning in terms of having to look like uh, like I've just been doing this all along. Like this is just, you know, all in a day's work. Um, but it was, but it was great. It was a, it was a challenge that I relished. And it was also kind of by doing it, I got to know her better as well. Um, but it was definitely, yeah, you, you definitely don't want to, you know, I'm sure um, there would be doctors tuning in and watching this and being like, she doesn't know what she's doing. So I definitely wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christina, the sets, you know, are a, are a character in this as well. I mean, they're, the practicality of these sets has got to be amazing when you step onto a stage like this. Unbelievable. I was really gobsmacked when I first saw it. Um, I remember Dean taking me around to all the different uh, state, the, the different stages, the different sets, and I just nothing could have prepared me for it. I was like, this is incredible. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, Jolene, in, in in what you do, I mean, you're playing a healer, you're playing somebody that is, um, you know, giving themselves to to the the characters. That give and take is important as an actor, I would I would imagine, with each character that you deal with. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think she's um, she is very much a people person. Um, and it's it's interesting because you kind of get a sense for her relationships very quickly. Um, and she's also quite no nonsense. So, you know, exactly what you see is what you get. Um, so, you know, exactly where she's at and how she's feeling. Um, but, but yeah, I think she's very much kind of, I think the, the big dynamic for her is she probably gives more than she receives. Um, and that's just the person that she is. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see kind of how that develops as, as you follow the characters along. In giving more than she receives, does that make her slightly empty? I think exhausted, probably. I think it's quite, um, I think it's quite a natural part of being such a strong empath is to kind of where you're, you're focus and your priority is the other person and how they're feeling and how they're doing doing and sometimes you forget 
yourself in that. Um, but I mean, that that's then becomes like a very strong kind of feature of her journey, which we follow that and it's, it, and that is also very compelling. Christina, as, as an actor, does costuming help in forming your character? Oh, 100%. I always feel like that's um, one of the strongest entryways in is to step, like literally step into their shoes. And it, it at least for me, it changes the way I walk. And for example, wearing the wig, that was another th another element that changed the way it felt to be her. Um, I get very excited by um, costume. What do you think audiences are going to take away from the art? Um, I think they're they're going to be. Um, I think it's kind of impossible not to invest in the characters. I think the kind of relationships between the characters is just very um, compelling and very real. And I think it's a very kind of. It feels like this is a big story that happens all the way out there, but. Actually, I think it's closer to home than than we think. That just that sense of kind of um, of being a, a part of something and kind of having your journey being connected to to a collective. Um, how that dynamic works and um, and that kind of you know we can never really do this alone. That the extent to which we need each other. Um, I think that's very, very real. Um, and um, I think you'll feel that straight away. I, I think so too. I think there's gonna be a huge hit and uh, you know, it, it has a Battlestar Galactica feel for me and and uh, just, just a wonderful science fiction series. So congratulations again on the arc. And I, I gotta go because I don't wanna embarrass myself anymore. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's lovely to meet you. Yeah. Nice lovely to, to meet you. you both. And, and again, congratulations. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you.